Uh, it is very important that uh, we celebrate the Zimbabwe Defence Forces Day because it gives us an opportunity to reflect uh, on the history uh, and also the transformation which has taken place since independence in 1980. Just to give you a little background that uh, at independence you had three forces uh, that had serious hostilities. Three armies that had different ideologies, that had different values coming together to unite with a common vision. So that background is very important because we are able now to trace uh, the journey that ZDF has traveled, particularly when you are looking at war veterans, both from Zanla and Zipra, then you look at also the former Rhodesian forces. So these very hostile forces coming together, trying to unite them. Uh, you want us to, to evaluate uh, the challenges that we have gone through, and also you want also to uh, apportion uh, the successes uh, that we have successfully registered. Uh, I'm looking at a situation uh, where these forces, uh, which I have mentioned, are coming up with a common vision where all of them are expected to defend our independence. And you know, uh, Zanla and Zipra uh, were fighting uh, with the sole objective to liberate uh, the land and the people of Zimbabwe. And you need also to appreciate that on the land. That's where you uh, embark uh, or you pursue agricultural activities, also mining activities, tourism, you name it. So it's very, very important to understand from that background that the defense forces, uh, then with a common vision, uh, all were to defend uh, the territorial integrity of Zimbabwe also to defend, uh, to defend also the sovereignty uh, of Zimbabwe, uh, to protect the interests of the people of Zimbabwe and those assets. But uh, very important also to make sure that uh, there was peace and tranquility where they created an environment to make sure that any economic social and political activity would take place in a very harmonious way. Uh, it's very, very important uh, because uh, Zipra and Zanla, these are war veterans, and these are uh, men and women uh, decorated, decorated who still 
carry those very important uh, values uh, from the struggle. Uh, they had very traumatic experiences, being bombed in Zambia, being bombed uh, in Chimoyo and Nyadzonya, some in Angola and some in Botswana. So those memories, uh, we carry those memories. And so we value and cherish uh, those uh, areas where we buried uh, the gallant sons uh, and daughters of Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. So we do have a responsibility and commitment to these people uh, who paid supreme sacrifice for us to be able to enjoy. Uh, we are number one in terms of education in Africa. Uh, we are not doing badly also in mining. Uh, we rank number four in mineral wealth, uh, you name it, the wealth that we have. These, of course, those people who lay in the graves in these countries, we owe it all to them because of that supreme sacrifice which they paid. Least we forget. So we respect those shrines. Every way, uh, year, we do send delegations to make sure that uh, we remember those fallen heroes in these respective countries. So when we have our heroes, our Zimbabwe Defense Forces days, these are special days for us because we reflect where we're coming from, where we are and where we are going. Uh, this is a very emotional issue uh, that I must say uh, because most of those uh, that lay uh, lie in those graves uh, in these countries, even here uh, in Zimbabwe, some have not been reburied. It's a very emotional issue. And uh, the ministry took upon itself. Uh, this was uh, voluntarily at the beginning where war veterans formed themselves into a trust, both Zipra and Zanla. And there were no funds that were allocated. So this was on voluntary basis because they wanted to give dignity uh, to those gallant sons and daughters of Zimbabwe. And I must say that we have successfully pushed because the sole responsibility lies within museums, uh, which is housed in the Ministry of Home Affairs. And so we work together, the Ministry of Defense and War Veterans Affairs and also Home Affairs, to define some mechanisms as to identification, as to barriers. And we are very happy that even Peace and Reconciliation uh, Commission was able to identify these gaps. And I'm happy to say the ministry has come up with a policy and a budget has been allocated for the first time. This is 40 years after independence, uh, but never late than never. We are happy that finally the constitution of the Republic of Zimbabwe in its preamble 
recognizes the role that was played by the veterans of the liberation struggle, which is why now you see in parliament we have passed now a bill which is going to be signed by the president into an act. This will address the issue of social welfare, uh, uh, which is deserving to all veterans. Section 23 uh, of the, the Constitution is very, very clear because it uh, defines uh, what government departments should do to make sure that they give honor and dignity to those that uh, uh, fought the war of liberation. And there are four clear categories. These are war veterans. Uh, secondly, the ex-detainees. Thirdly, you also have the Chimbuidos and the Mjibas. Then you also have those uh, who did not have an opportunity to train, but of course joined the liberation struggle. So those four categories are recognized in the Constitution. Yes, so we are hoping that uh, giving dignity and honor means reburials also. Uh, we want to really thank our leaders who had a vision to make sure that we build our own uh, Air Force. Uh, they teamed up, of course, with some friendly countries in the training uh, aspect, just to make sure that we mechanize and modernize so that uh, we meet also international standards. Um, the other issue also is for us to forge regional cooperation so that peace uh, in Zimbabwe and peace in the region guarantees that economic development in Zimbabwe will take place. We both need each other. A peaceful region, we are landlocked, we need Mozambique because all our goods, they pass through Mozambique. So regional and bilateral cooperation is very key. Over and above that also, well, um, that we participate in the region. We also participate at AU level and UN level. So it's, it's very important that we have transformed uh, to the level, to international level, to make sure we maintain peace and stability throughout the world. Um, it is very important to understand that uh, when there is a disaster, the president uh, declares that we have a disaster in the country. Uh, uh, law enforcement usually because the Ministry of Home Affairs and police in particular, responsible for maintaining law and order in Zimbabwe, sometimes are overwhelmed. So they call upon us because constitutionally it provides that we can also 
uh, team up with uh, uh, as long as the proper uh, procedures are followed. So you will find now we are involved in law enforcement to make sure that the statutory instruments that are put in place to make sure that we protect the people of Zimbabwe. In this case, as we have witnessed, this is a pandemic which uh, visited not just Zimbabwe, but all the countries across the board. So defense plays a special role, law enforcement. Over and above that also, medically, we do have a strong uh, medical team also of experts because over the years, this is what we have successfully developed because sometimes when we do have some disasters like we have of uh, Cyclone Idai, we were the first ones to reach out and rescue uh, the people of Chimanimani and beyond. So we have a special role in any disastrous situation. Um, we also offer transport because uh, we are not a transport uh, institution. But of course, where the need arises, we have our own ambulances, we also have our own trucks, so we come in handy to rescue. Uh, the national government where necessary. So we partner with the Ministry of Health also. We have specialists uh, in quite a number of uh, areas. We have researchers also. Our own university comes in also to make sure that we produce PPEs. We have our own factories. So we play a major role. Uh, we are self-sufficient across the board. So those are very special uh, duties that uh, also we contribute towards COVID-19 uh, programs. You may uh, be aware that the president now uh, is the chairman, outgoing chairman of TRICA. And TRICA uh, has a responsibility to make sure that there is peace and security and where possible uh, where we, 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 we identify some problem spots uh, in the areas in Sadak region, we contribute special uh, forces. Uh, we have problems in, in DRC. Uh, we had problems in Lesotho, not anymore. We have problems in Mozambique. So where we have such problems, we always form uh, uh, cooperation to make sure that uh, we intervene uh, where uh, possible to make sure that there is peace and stability within those countries. Because if it's a country is attacked uh, in the region, it affects all of us because we are linked economically, we are linked socially. Uh, it's very important that uh, as a region, working together, we are stronger. Uh, the situation continues uh, to deteriorate, but you understand that uh, Troika has held several uh, meetings uh, to uh, find an everlasting solution 
to the Mozambican situation. Firstly, it was a problem of Renamo and Flerimo. So we really congratulate that now uh, they have started implementing uh, the agreement which they solved, which means therefore that the issues uh, which existed between uh, those two political parties to some extent uh, is easing the situation. But what we understand in Cabo Delgado is a terrorism uh, situation. Terrorism, uh, which uh, it's a cause of concern. This is a new threat, uh, international threat, which is coming up, which requires just not the normal strategy uh, that we employ. Terrorists, uh, some of them, we understand that they are using technology, which means that within the region itself, we need uh, strategies which uh, will ensure that if it's Mozambique that is uh, dealing with its own situation, they are well trained. And this training involves all of us as a region. It cannot be a bilateral arrangement but a regional uh, arrangement, uh, the protocols that we have uh, for SADC. So uh, there are some processes that are being undertaken to make sure that uh, once Mozambique defines their needs, they identify their gaps uh, within uh, whatever operations they are doing now, SADC is more than ready to chip in and assist Mozambique. Uh, I cannot divulge uh, a lot, uh, but what we know is that Mozambique is working out on a program. We hope the next summit will be able to look at uh, some of those needs and uh, equally uh, Troika together will be able to work out some uh, intervention. Um, we are very happy. Uh, that um, Zimbabwean people uh, have matured uh, from the time that we got our independence. We have successively um, resettled uh, our people, uh, which was the main reason why we went to war in the first place. So this is great uh, success to the people of Zimbabwe. What I want to say to the people of Zimbabwe is that they should support the president. The president is reaching out to say production, production. We do have land now in our hands, in the indigenous hands. With the support that he's rendering in terms of the recovery plan in agriculture, we cannot be importing food. We need to be self-sufficient. By doing so, we are able uh, to create jobs in the process. And also, we are able to add value to make sure that we manufacture. And in manufacture, enough for local consumption and also 
enough for export and bring in the much needed foreign currency, which we badly need to import technology and also to be able uh, to, 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 to bring in fuel and other needs. So our educational system now, as you are witnessing these days, is engaging in research. What HE's vision is, we cannot uh, import tractors when we are number one in education in Africa. Our education should be targeted so that we learn to solve our own problems. Our own problems to ensure also that the resources reach mineral wealth that is underground. The president is saying we need to have a, a, a middle income economy by 2030. And through mining, we should be able to develop our own technology as Zimbabweans since we don't have the foreign currency. We need to mine. We need to value add so that we don't export raw materials. In the process, we create jobs. We need to support the president's vision. We need to say again to the nation, let's unite. Nobody, nobody can solve our problems as Zimbabweans. Some people paid supreme sacrifice to liberate, uh, liberate this country. It is the responsibility of all of us to make sure that whatever objectives those gallant sons and daughters who lie in those graves in our neighboring countries and here in Zimbabwe, we should not let them down. They should not die in vain. We should carry forward their agenda, realizing that no one will develop this country unless we commit ourselves as Zimbabweans. Peace we have, the environment is conducive. It didn't come in a silver platter. We need to pay sacrifice. It took other countries like China years to develop. It requires patience. We are all Christians. We need to appreciate that this is the only country that we have. We need to guard jealously our independence and use whatever we have to develop ourselves. Otherwise, our gallant sons will die, would have died in vain.